Good evening, everybody. Brian Newbert here from GoldenBlack.com, live in his car, uh, following Purdue's 76-63 win over Penn State at the Palestra in Philadelphia. I was not in Philadelphia uh, for a variety of reasons. Alan Karpik uh, went out to Philly for us, uh, but that doesn't stop me from hopping in my car and driving around like a fool uh, to record this podcast, which is precisely what I'm doing right now. I'm much more comfortable recording these things while driving around, so I just hopped in my car and I'm going to drive around cold, quiet, and dark West Lafayette, Indiana for 8 to 10 minutes here uh, talking about the game that I just watched on television, that Alan Karpik watched in person, and that Mike Carmen uh, wrote about off of television as well. So a real convoluted workflow we had going on here today. Um, nevertheless, uh, Purdue, um, hold on a second. This is your Golden Black Radio Express post-game podcast. It is brought to you by our friends at Purdue Federal Credit Union, the Sand Valley Golf Resort, AcrePro.com, TNW Design and Build, uh, the Whitaker Inn, which I'll go ahead and drive by here in a minute since I'm just driving around, and the East End Grill and the Ripple and Company. I don't think I'll get that far uh, out of West Lafayette, but uh, may not get far uh, from it. Anyway, uh, so Purdue wins 76-63. to 63. Uh, in a game that we still don't know whether it will go down as a neutral site game or a road game for Purdue. Uh, Technically, this was a Penn State home game. Obviously, it was not played at Penn State. It was played on a neutral floor, even if the floor and its crowd were very much pro-Penn State, which they were, uh, as I understand it. Um, So, I guess I assume this goes down as a road game for Purdue, which even better uh, because that enhances its chances of getting to a uh, quad one status when all is said and done and the NCAA tournament resumes have to be weighed against one another. Um, So Purdue will hope that this goes down as a road game. Uh, If it's a neutral site game, it would have to be in the top 50 in the net rankings as opposed to the top 25. Still very possible because I think this is a better Penn State team than... um, You know, the stigma that still probably follows Penn State around a little bit, even though uh, Micah Shrewsbury, I think, has been a real change agent there. Uh, I think he's doing a really good job uh, with the Nittany Lions. I think he's made them competitive. I think his style of play has been problematic for Purdue to a certain extent. And I think it very easily could have been today. I I think their small ball approach, the fact that they're playing basically four guards uh, all the time, they shoot a ton of threes and they're really good at it and they don't turn the ball over, I thought that was you know, potentially a very toxic mix for Purdue uh, in this game because Purdue's obviously going to play big at the five and the four. And, hey, you got Caleb first running around out there having to guard somebody beyond the three-point arc who chances are is a uh, 40% capable three-point shooter and a lot faster and a lot quicker than he is. Um, It kind of worked out that way. It kind of didn't. Penn State did a good job getting Zach Eady, um, switched on to Jalen Pickett. I don't think Purdue was switching at the five by design. I think uh, this was just kind of classic Micah Shrewsbury offensive design where they were getting them in ball screens and they were getting Edie to, to commit to the ball and then just bailing so that Purdue didn't have a chance to switch right back. Um, that was good coaching on his part. Uh, Jalen Pickett was fantastic in the first half. Um Penn State couldn't necessarily um, sustain it in the second half. Meanwhile, Purdue, for the second game in a row, um, was brilliant in the second half. This was was a second half reminiscent of Duke, reminiscent of Gonzaga, reminiscent of all of Purdue's finest moments this season. I, I I thought they played great. They played 
outstanding. They they played well at both ends of the floor. They they cut out the turnovers uh, that had really hurt them in the first half. That was becoming an issue for Purdue here uh, the last couple of games that they for at least one half sort of remedied. I think it was it was strange and unexpected that uh, Penn State largely guarded Zach Eady one on one. But they did do a lot of different things, so maybe their calculus was to just try to do something different a bunch of times so that Purdue didn't necessarily know what was coming. Um, either way, uh, Purdue got the ball in cleanly to Zach Eady a lot in good position, much like they did in November and whatnot, and the results were much the same. Um, Penn State had no answer for Eady. They were completely overmatched by Eady. Uh, Braden Smith did a just a, a virtuoso I can't believe I just used the word virtuoso. Uh, job in ball screen offense with Edie. Uh, he is just playing at a really, really high level right now the last two games. He and Fletcher Lawyer alike, those two freshmen, um, could not have responded in a better way from their struggles against Rutgers in that first game. I said after the Rutgers game, hey, you know what? You, you didn't want to lose this game. You didn't want to lose this game at home. But there's a lot of good that can come from this because you – tend to improve more after losses than you do uh, after wins, and it was it was just amazing that it took until January for it to happen, but um, I think you're seeing some reason to believe here uh, with the way the Ohio State game closed and the way Purdue played in the second half against Penn State, really played for 40 minutes. Uh, they just had to kind of wait out Penn State while they were on that heater in the first half, um, but I thought Purdue played relatively well in the first half, too. I, I think a lot of what you're seeing here the last two games has been attributable, at least in some part, to um, whatever effect that loss to Rutgers had on some of these guys. Uh, when you look at the way Braden Smith has responded uh, to that game, he you, he could not have been better the last two games. He looked within reason, okay? He has missed shots. He has committed turnovers. He missed a free throw, I think, at one point. But realistically speaking, he could not have been better these last two games than he has been. And Purdue has two big away-from-home wins to show for it. Fletcher Lawyer, again, um, you know, as I've been saying all season long, he's really made Purdue a better offensive basketball team with his with his his pull-up jump shooting, his passing, his savvy, his IQ, his understanding of how to play, stuff like that. It was just a matter of time before the three-pointer started going in. And, you know, he, he's made two enormous ones against Rutgers and Ohio State. One won a game, one almost won a game. And then he comes out today and he goes 4-7 against Penn State and uh, is really good in the second half. And look what happens when Purdue makes threes. You know, Purdue shoots the ball really well to close the game at Ohio State, uh, starting with about the 10-minute mark of the first half, and then they make their first two against Penn State. And I can't remember the last time Purdue made early shots from three-point range. That's part of what Edie did tonight, too, is when you're making threes, you have to give your opponent something to really, really, really worry about. And I think, you know, maybe if Purdue doesn't shoot the ball so well in the second half um, at Ohio State or starting in the, at the middle of the first half against Ohio State, maybe Penn State does things a little bit differently against Edie. Maybe he doesn't go for 30 and 13 in this game, and maybe you have to struggle a little bit more than you ended up struggling. Um, instead, you know, Zach Eady goes off and your guards go off. And it, it was basically your your perfect half in the second half, um, which really showed a lot of character on Purdue's part to really summon their best 
here when they needed it most in a pretty electric environment, an environment that really was kind of a more of a true road game than it was a neutral site game. Um, you know, fans are right on top of you. It's kind of a, as I understand it, kind of a funky gym. Um, but just a big-time performance by Purdue after halftime in this game and just a good overall win. And, you know, Purdue keeps building a resume here. Uh, regardless of whether this is a road game or a neutral game, this will go down as um, quite possibly a, a, a quad one win. If it's neutral, I don't I don't know if Penn State's going to get in that top 50. Um, but I think that uh, I think this will be a quad one win if it's determined a uh, true road game. So it would only I messed up all the numbers before. You'd have to be in the top 75 for the road game to count as a quad one. You'd have to be in the top 50 for it to be a neutral. And you'd have to be a top 25 for a home win to count as a quad one win. I think there's a there's a really good chance this being a road game that would count as a quad one win. I think there there's an okay chance if this is a neutral side game it would count as a quad one win. Uh, obviously the home part of it is not even worth discussing because that's not even remotely reality. Um, anyway, I've completely lost control of this podcast, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and cut it off right there. Following Purdue 76-63 win over Penn State in Philadelphia, uh, this is Brian Newbert from GoldenBlack.com. Thank you once again to our uh, sponsors, the Purdue Federal Credit Union, the Sand Valley Golf Resort, AcrePro.com, TNW Design and Build, the Whitaker Inn, which I would appreciate it if they would keep their deer on their property as I drive past on my way back home. Uh, and the East End Grill and Ripple and Company. So uh, we'll talk to you guys again after Purdue's next game, which I believe is against Nebraska. Uh, Don't take my word for that because I have no idea when Purdue plays or who Purdue plays. I just wake up in the morning. If there's a game, I go to it. So uh, thanks a lot, everybody.